developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Marcial. Soccer Sharps. Hey, everybody. Welcome to AZ Soccer Sharps. Soccer. A soccer betting podcast. George, we just finished up the UEFA semifinals this midweek. We're moving back into domestic competition and we're looking at the end of the season here. There's only two Bundesliga weeks left. There's what, three, four um, EPL weeks left. And how many Serie A's? Same deal, two? Uh, three, well, yeah, there are no more games in hand, right, for uh, Serie A. So three Serie A games left. Uh, Premier League, there are a couple teams that still have four games, but most have three games. So, yeah, Dev, we're, we're coming down to the wire here. I'll tell you this about the Germans. They really keep it organized, okay? There's no games in hand. Everybody <laughs> yeah. plays. Everybody <laughs> competes. Uh but Jordan, we're uh, we're looking forward to this. We've been we've been hot in the domestic competitions, which has been nice. I think we pushed last week. What we go two and two, two and two last week. Yeah, yeah. So not not ideal. We our best bet for the UEFA uh, missed this week with uh, West Ham seeing an early red card in that one. Kind of destroyed the tie. I had to live bet that one. Once you see some kind of action like that, as early as twenty minutes in, you know that's greatly going to change the game. Um, so, and then the other game, the other Europa game, if you listen to our leans, we we did like that one over and both teams to score, which did come through and saw Rangers with an incredible, incredible comeback. And look, we said it. They're going to be more attacking. They're getting some guys back. That Ibrox Arena is going to be popping. Yeah, Dev, it was huge. And it was really the week of incredible comebacks. The Real Madrid game was insane. It looked like Villarreal were going to do it for a minute, too. Uh, just wacky, wacky stuff. Really entertaining. If nothing else, you got to say that the UEFA competitions have delivered for excitement. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm glad I didn't have any money on that City Madrid game. Did uh, we didn't take anything on it? I personally didn't take anything on it because I just didn't know how to call it. Um, so it was nice just to watch the spectacle and not have to be gutted about losing money on it, but um, I, I was truly shocked. Like, my jaw was hanging when they got the second goal. Yeah. I, I couldn't even, I could not believe what I was witnessing. But as you said, they're a team of destiny, and you're not going against them in the final. No, no, I can't. Uh, I, listeners will know that I was annoyed that they were even around in the last round, and uh, <laughs> here they are still. So, fool me once, fool me twice. But not a third time. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I can't go against this team. There's something about them. But we'll break that down later when we do our UEFA Finals shows. For now, Dev, we focus our attentions back to the domestic leagues. 
That's right, Jordan. We're going to start with the EPL. We'll be covering a little bit of EPL, Bundesliga, and Syria, as we seem to always do. But in the over in the EPL, the first game we're going to take a look at, we have Burnley hosting Aston Villa. This one is seeing Burnley as home dogs of a quarter goal. Total is set at 2.25. And uh, Jordan Burnley's in this relegation fight while Aston Villa is coming to town and they don't have much to play for here. No, Dev, they don't. And it's sort of a tale of two teams. Well, obviously, it's a tale of two teams, but it's a tale of two different stories. Boy, this is not going well. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) These two teams have wildly different things going on for them at this point in the season. Burnley find themselves completely rejuvenated uh, after the sacking of Sean Dyche. Mike Jackson has come in and has this team performing in a way I don't think anyone expected. Uh, They've increased pretty much every stat that matters. They're more attacking now. They have more uh, ball-carrying, attacking dribbles per game. They have a way higher XG. It's gone up to two goals per game. Very impressive, and some of that will have to do with opponents, but... Yeah, this Villa team certainly isn't a team that puts the fear of God into anyone, I don't think. They've got nothing to play for, as you mentioned. And I think by most people's standards, I think Villa were a bit of a disappointment. I think a lot of people expected them to be more exciting this season. They made a lot of fun signings. They got Steven Gerrard in. But uh, yeah, it just hasn't really worked out yet. Um, Maybe they will come good next season, but sort of a, a lost season for them, I think. But... Meanwhile, this Burnley team, they're not entirely safe yet. They've had quite the turnaround. They've been absolutely flying last couple of weeks, but they still have a little of work to a little work to do still just to make sure they don't get relegated. They're in a good spot, but I think one more win could really go a long way. And I think they get that win here this weekend, Dev. Yeah, George, they rattled off three wins in a row. Uh, one draw before that. So they've really just clawed themselves out of this relegation fight. But like you said, they're not totally safe yet. So the motivation's on their side, not to mention they're at home here. And Villa, look, they have nothing to play for. Okay, they're they're solidly mid-table. They're not getting European leagues next year. They're not going to get relegated. So they're just going to tinker some things, maybe try some guys out in the lineup. Um And look, there's an argument to be made that maybe they don't have any pressure, so they're going to be able to play very free. Um, But I just think you're going to hear us talk a lot about teams that are motivated because you got to try to find those angles here toward the end of the season. You got to find people that are having the will to win. And um, I expect, you know, Burnley at home to at least be able to get a point out of this, if not just win it outright. And Jord, I mean, they're giving us a quarter of a goal here. It's minus 125 giving the quarter of a goal for a, a home dog. I, you know how I love a home dog, Jordan. But also, I think the way to play this is maybe you take that. That's probably going to be our official play, right? We, we'll take that. Always take part of a goal if you can get it. But the money line is is over plus 200. So plus 205, plus 210, plus 210. So in my mind, I'm like, let's let's take the spread and then I'm going to sprinkle maybe a little half unit on the Burnley money line here, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say. Yeah, Dev, I think the bookies have this wrong. I think the wrong team is favored. I mean, 
or or if it's not the wrong team that's favored, it, Burnley sh- certainly shouldn't be this this long. Uh, I think it's incredible that they're priced up that way. There are a lot of ways you could play them. You could take them as a pick. That's pretty attractive as well. The draw no bet there coming in at just about plus money, I think, like pretty much even money. You've got, as you mentioned, the quarter of a goal. That's where we'll take it just to stick with our pragmatic picks, get a little bit of a goal. But you're absolutely right, Dev. I mean, having the home dog is great. Burnley has always been a tough place to go. Turf Moor was never an away day that any team wanted on their calendar. And that was when Burnley were trash. Here we have good Burnley playing well in good form. Look, they're in the top eight of the form table over the last five match days. Villa down in 17th. So that just kind of shows you the disparities here. I think the bookies have this wrong, Dev. We're going to ride with Burnley. We're going to keep the Mike Jackson good vibes going. And we're going to take Burnley, getting a quarter of a goal, but wouldn't put anyone off of sprinkling on the money line or taking the draw no bad angle if you want to be a little more bullish. Right on, Jord. Well, uh, that's that game for us. We're going to move on to another game on Saturday in the EPL, and that is Crystal Palace hosting Watford. This one is seeing Palace as home favorites of uh, 0.75 goals. Total is set at 2.5. And, uh, Jord, neither of these teams have anything to play for, it would seem, right? These two, uh, Watford's already been relegated. They're going down. Um, Crystal Palace, same as same as the other one. They, you know, they're solidly mid table. They're in twelfth. Maybe they can finish top half of the table. That'd be a great achievement for this team. So I could see them fighting for that. You know, we've given a lot of um, a lot of uh, what I want to say. I was going to say flowers. People say that, right? You give flowers to something that's good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I've heard that. One. I you don't know that one? Okay. All right. So we we look. We've showered praise. Let's say that on Patrick Vieira who started managing this team. The guy's a legend. Um, he's managing this team and I, and really has done well for them, you know, considering they've always sort of been this mid table team. It's great that they've stayed up in the premier league, but um, you know, making the, uh, the FA cup semifinals was a big deal for them. They, of course they lost that one. And I, I kind of thought their season was going to just plummet after that because it really took away all their motivation, but we haven't seen that, you know, they've been competitive. They've been, uh, winning points. And um, I think Patrick Vera is going to keep them motivated. Whereas Watford, you know, coming to town here, I don't, it's the same thing as, um, as that other game we were talking about where it's like, they don't really have anything to play for. Maybe that means that they open up and are a little more attacking, but um, I kind of like Crystal Palace at home. Yeah, Deb, I'm with you. Watford technically not relegated officially. They have a mathematical chance of survival, but it would require winning out. And I think they know that they can't do that. We all know that they can't do that. They're just, unfortunately, not good enough for the Premier League. And this Palace team, on the other hand, uh, pretty much everything you said there, uh, you've already outlined it all, uh, but they're just fun, right? They're they're one of the younger teams in the Premier League, like youngest or younger average age than than most of the other sides. So they could show a lot of promise going forward. I think they might be a team to watch next season. As you mentioned, the way Vieira has them playing is very fun. They do have that youth and energy. Uh, they seem to have incredible stamina. These guys go the full 90 minutes. 
they will miss Connor Gallagher. He's only there on loan. He, he's really made an impact there, so I hope they can replace him in the transfer market. Maybe even they maybe they could even buy him. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I I think uh, while they don't have anything to play for apart from uh, apparently you do get a couple million dollars extra for every place higher you finish in the table. But other than that, it's really just, I think, to give their fans a show and keep working on the team spirit and belief. So, yeah, this this Watford team, they know they're going down. Now they got to travel here and play this energetic Palace side. I think we could see an open game. I think we could see goals here, though that's a little... A little dicey because Palace don't tend to score a ton of goals. Of course, Watford do ship a lot of goals, so hard to say. I don't think either team necessarily will set up to be cagey or anything. Certainly not Palace. Uh, Watford, even if they try not to get beat, I think Palace has enough quality to break through. So I'm with you, Dev. Don't complicate it. Let's just take the better team at home in front of their fans. Yeah, and I'm not messing around with a spread here. They're, you know... They're giving uh, 0.75 goals. Palace are at home. Uh, look, you can take that, um, but you're going to push half if they only win by one. I want the full cash if they just win the game. So I'm taking the money line here. It's minus 150. Uh, if you listened to our last show, I, I went on a rant about juice and how we got to change our perspective on it, uh, particularly for soccer betting. So, so yeah, I'm, t- I'm laying the minus 150 Palace money line. Don't complicate it. Yeah, I'm with you, Dev. I support it fully, as we outlined in the last show. Oftentimes, I mean, unless you're really confident Palace win by a margin here, if you take that spread thinking you're getting better juice and you only get paid half of it, you're actually making less than if you put the same stake on the money line. So just give us the money line. It's fair enough. Right on, George. Well, we got one more EPL game for you guys, and it's a good one. We've got Liverpool Football Club hosting Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) This one is seeing Liverpool as home favorites of minus 1.25 goals, and the total is set at three. Jordan Liverpool took care of business midweek. Luis Diaz came on at halftime and was able to uh, ensure Liverpool's trip to the final of the Champions League, and the quadruple is still on the table for this team. Uh, On the other side of this, we got Tottenham, who are fighting to be top four. That's what they're looking for. Uh, They are two points behind Arsenal right now. They're in fifth, so they've got a Europa League spot, but they want to get in that Champions League top four. Uh, What do we expect from this one? This is the marquee game on Saturday night over in England. Yes, Dev, the game of the week. Looking forward to it. Both teams tend to get up for the big occasions. And for Liverpool, really, every game for the rest of the season is a big occasion. And you could say the same for Tottenham, I guess, for getting that top four in that top four race. But yeah, boy, what a player Luis Diaz. I mean, talk about a a guy that can just come on and completely change a game. He's done it more than once this season for, for Jurgen Klopp. And it'll be interesting to see. This is sort of a double game week type of thing. Like we're probably going to have to have another midweek show next week, or maybe we'll just take care of it in our discord with some plays. But, uh, It'll be interesting to see if there is some rotation for Klopp with all of the fronts they're still fighting on. They still are in contention for the quadruple, which means they're playing in four different tournaments. So a lot to manage, and they just played last week in a pretty intense game. And now they've got uh, 
two games in the next six or seven days. So there could be some rotation, but I don't expect it really for this one. I think this one he's got to take pretty seriously. Antonio Conte has a very good record against Klopp, and I don't think they're going to be scared of going here to Anfield. I think you have to expect that Liverpool probably win the game. Um, but boy, Spurs will back themselves to get something out of this. They tend to match up well with a team like Liverpool. The things that, if you can find any weaknesses in the Liverpool team, it'll be what Villarreal were able to exploit early in the game midweek, where Trent Alexander-Arnold and uh, Andy Robertson push up pretty high and they're very attack-minded, and they leave those spaces in behind. Plus, Liverpool plays the high line anyway, which often is why you see Allison having to run out and make some sweeper-keeper-type saves. So that's exactly the type of channel that Son and Kulisevsky like to run into. And with Kane spreading the ball out if he drops deep, that can really get at this Liverpool team. So I think Liverpool win the game, but... Good luck with picking a side. This could be a, a slip up for them. I'd rather not complicate it and just look at the goals that we tend to see in this fixture historically. That's right, George. I when these two teams come together, we're seeing more than two and a half goals in eight out of their last ten. Both teams have scored in eight out of their last ten, and I think that's the way to just play this. Okay, because the line on the goals is three at minus 125, but if you take both teams to score and over 2.5, that's just minus 105, so that's nearly evens. So I, I want to move that down to that even number on the price and get both teams to score and only over 2.5. So in the event of a 2-1, you're fully cashing this thing. Look, in the reverse fixture of this earlier this season, we saw a 2-2, uh, and Liverpool were red-carded in that one. Look, Antonio Conte is going to have the Spurs team not concerned about going to Anfield. They're going to be hyped for this. This is a big deal for them. And they're still, like we said, they're fighting for that top four. If they don't get top four, Conte is going to leave. Uh, Harry Kane's probably going to leave if they let him. Um, and Liverpool, you know, I, I know you said they, uh, they've got a lot going on here. But in that terms of that quadruple, they already have one trophy. The Champions League finals not for three weeks, so they can they can focus on this stuff. And my God, they're just the best team. They're just so unstoppable, really. I, their offense is just it's. I haven't seen anyone slow them down. So I expect there to be goals in this. And and let's not forget Harry Kane on and Human Son on the other side of this. They're they're just as prolific themselves. And Harry Kane has an incredible goal-scoring record against Liverpool. So don't complicate this. My concern about this play, both teams to score in over 2.5 would just be if Tottenham don't score. But given their histories, we expect them to. And uh, I love this play, Jordan. Both teams score over 2.5. Don't complicate it. Yeah, I think that would be the concern is do Liverpool keep a clean sheet because they're pretty good at it. But, you know, Conte will be pointing to what Villarreal did midweek and saying, look, these exact weaknesses are what we're good at exploiting. And Spurs just get up for these big games. I think this will be a lot like that thriller we saw between City and Spurs earlier this season, that 3-2 thriller. Uh, I think we'll get something similar, Dev. I really do think Spurs find a way to score. And as we said last week, we like to try and, if we're taking it over, can a team cover it on their own? Certainly. Certainly. 
Liverpool totally capable of it. And to be fair, Tottenham are also capable of covering a, a spread on their own or a total on their own. But we want them both to contribute here, and I absolutely think that they will. Two, 2.5, over 2.5 in both teams to score. Yes, let's lock it in, Dev. All right, Jordan. Well, that's going to wrap up our EPL discussion, and let's move over to my personal favorite league, the Bundesliga. Yeah. Where we're going to start off with FC Köln hosting Wolfsburg. This one is seeing Köln as home favorites of uh, minus one goal. It's a little rich for me. And then we're seeing a total set at three. And Jordan, we're not going to complicate this with a side. We're not even going to look at that over three. We're just, I'm sorry, we're not going to even look at that spread. We're just going to take the over three. Uh, Köln have been really hot uh, recently in the Bundesliga. They scored four goals in their last game, three before that, three before that, three before that. So they're really putting goals goals in here. And this Wolfsburg team, same deal. They had a 1-1 draw last week, but before that they scored five. They got a player, Maxi Cruz, who's come into the side and he's just totally changed their um, offensive mentality, been getting forward, and they're conceding a lot of goals too. That's the other part of this. Um, look, more than two and a half goals, and both teams have scored in six out of the last seven between these two head-to-head. I expect there to be goals in this. More than two and a half goals for Köln, five out of six. More than two and a half for Wolfsburg, four out of five. Both teams have scored for FC Köln in six out of seven. So, look, I don't wouldn't put anyone off taking just the BTTS and over two and a half, like we said on the last game. But just in case it is a shutout on either side of this, it's like a three nil or something. I am just going to go with that over three at minus one twenty five. You're laying a little bit of juice there, but I just I just think it's such a it feels like such a free hit to me, Jordan. Well, Dev, you're the Bundes guru, so I'm just going to tail you on this, and and we'll ride with you for the official play. I will say I can bring one piece of info to this, and that both of these teams have a player. In last week's team of the week on uh, FIFA Ultimate Team, we had uh, <laughs> Mark Uth for Köln and Max Cruz for uh, Wolfsburg. And I think part of the the deal there was they moved Max Cruz from a uh, central attacking midfielder up to forward. He's playing as a left forward when he got that team of the week card. So, uh, yeah, maybe that really unlocks some things for them, giving them more attacking prowess. So, yeah, let's take more goals to come, Def. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I mean, I think Köln is favored by one goal here. They are at home, and they're fighting for a possible Champions League spot. It's not out of the cards. They're only three points behind Freiburg, who's in fourth. They're two points behind Leipzig. I mean, they can absolutely get a European competition next season, so they're going to be going for this. They need to win this game. Wolfsburg, pretty solidly mid-table. You know, they're not going down. They're not going up. So, yeah, but we're not going to complicate it. Just give us the goals, baby. Over three at minus 125. I love it, Dev. And I think you have a similar theme for our next Bundes play. That's right, George. We're going to take a look at SP Grutefurt hosting Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Grutefurt in this one are home dogs of 1.75 goals. Uh, the total is set at three and a half. George, the exact same thing as the last game. Do not complicate this. Just take the goals. It's it's hefty, all right? Three and a half, set at minus 120, but I'm still taking the over here. 
We've seen Dortmund with over two and a half goals and five out of six. Both teams have scored in six out of seven. Firth are going down. They're getting relegated. Dortmund pretty solidly in second place. They'll get Champions League football next year, but they are going to be rotating squad here because uh, they're pretty solid in their positioning and Erling Holland's leaving next season. Uh, Julian Brandt's leaving. They're, they're really shuffling the deck. It's going to be a whole new Dortmund team next year. And Gruder Firth, this is their last home game. Uh, this is their last home game of the season before they are relegated. So it's their last Bundesliga one matchup. And uh, I expect them to want to entertain their fans. Look, let's just go for it. We're already going down. Dortmund's already where they're at. And uh, I expect there to be goals. I expect the uh, Gruder Firth to really uh, go for this. And Dortmund are always good to give up at least a goal to any opposition in this league and then score a couple themselves. So that's why I'm looking at the over here, over three and a half. Don't overcomplicate this. The reverse fixture earlier this season was Dortmund win 3-0. But again, very different circumstances now. Firth know they're going down and they are hosting their last home game here. So I, I like both teams to score, but I also like uh, the over at three and a half. And that, I think that's just where I'm going to play it over 3.5 goals. Yeah, and I suppose there is always the possibility that Dortmund, even if there's some rotation, could potentially cover that on their own if this Firth team is just like, you know, completely packed it in. But I think, as, as you point out, it'll, if anything, just give them more freedom. And uh, we'll see an open game. It, it's impossible to imagine Dortmund keeping a clean sheet. I just, I just can't see it. They just never do. Yeah, I mean, we took them to win last week, and I was so annoyed that I was like, why didn't I just take the over? Because uh, you know they're going to concede. You know both teams, and you know they're going to score. It's always going to be a BTTS situation. Um, so we ended up losing that one, but we're not going to make the same mistake. We're just going to take the over 3.5 in this one. Well, Jordan, we got one final play for the folks, and it's over in Syria. And it's your favorite team to bet on in the Syria. But let's get the matchup here. We've got Hellas Verona hosting AC Milano. Uh, this one is seeing Verona as home dogs of 0.75 goals. Total is set at 2.75. Jordan Milan locked, locked with the with Inter Milan at the top of the table here to see who's gonna win. This trophy, um, AC Milan need to keep getting three points. They do indeed, Dev. Uh, Inter just played a couple of hours ago today, getting another win. So pressure is on, as it will be for the rest of the season. But yeah, look, you mentioned it. I love betting on this Milan team. It's simply a, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They just keep cashing plays for us, Dev. And I think this team is locked in. They are defending really well. They are able to find goals, and they can do it in a lot of different ways. They they can play an open game. They can break a team down that's, you know, bus parking or playing that low block. So, yeah, they have a lot of different options, a, different, a lot of different ways that uh, they can hurt you. Now, Serie A fans will know that Verona games tend to feature a lot of goals, right? So... They're a pretty attacking team. They play open games. They score a lot themselves. But, and, and you'll see that uh, in their data. Um, so they themselves haven't kept a clean sheet in four. They've seen both teams score in eight of their last 10. 
That's the kind of data you uh, expect from an open open style team. But Milan cancels that out, right? We talked about this on a previous show that a lot of their games end up being one nils uh, or one ones if they, if they're getting a draw. But they remain unbeaten for an incredible stretch now. And I don't see this Verona team as being the team that's going to hand them their slip-up that then gives Inter the title. I think this Milan team are locked in, and I think there's every every chance that they could just win out and keep this title, as they have been doing for weeks and weeks and weeks. I know a lot of people have expected them to slip up somewhere and let Inter back in, but I don't know, Dev. They keep proving everyone wrong. They keep delivering results. And just in case this is a 1-0, we're not going to complicate it. We're just going to take the money line for AC Milan. It's a fair enough price, minus 135. As I say, you could see goals here, but I don't know. I worry about it with just how well Milan are defending. I think a 1-0 is totally possible. Might even be worth a little sprinkle on the exact scoreline. But for us officially, Dev, AC Milan on the money line for the marquee matchup on Sunday night. That's right, Jordan. Um, they did win. Milan did win their last game against Fiorentina, one nil. Um, before that, they won by one. So I'm I'm not messing around with a spread here. I just want to get the money line. Uh, they're likely to win this game. They are on the road, which is a little scary. It is the marquee game, which is a little scary. I mean, I'm sure Verona would love to just play. Spoiler here, but look, AC Milan have everything to play for. This is this is. Nut crunching time, as they say. <laughs> so, yeah, give it to us. Milan on the money line. Let's well, going to wrap it up, Jord. But before we finish, I believe there's something we must do. There is indeed, Dev, because it's one thing to talk about these matches, but it's quite another to put our money where our mouths are and pay the bookie. Chuck, I'm going to tell you something. You have that fucking 200 in my hands tomorrow. If you ain't got the 200 in my fucking hands tomorrow, I'll break every fucking bone in your body. That's right, Jordan. Well, over in the EPL, we got three plays for you guys. The first one we have is Burnley plus a quarter of a goal. Uh, home dog. You know I love a home dog that's coming in at minus 125. Uh, and then uh, also on Saturday in the EPL, we have Crystal Palace money line. Don't overcomplicate it. It's minus 150. It's a little bit uh, short, but we don't mind paying the juice when it's worth the squeeze. And then in the marquee matchup for the EPL, we have Liverpool against Spurs. We're taking both teams to score in over 2.5. Seeing that coming at minus 105. Love that play, Jord. And over in the Bundesliga, two Overplays. Don't complicate it. Colm Wolfsburg over three, minus 125. Gruder Firth Dortmund over 3.5 at minus 120. And then finally, over in the CED, uh, we're taking AC Milan money line, minus 135. Jordan, um, I feel good about all these plays. So do I, Dev. I think, I think this is going to be another nice week for us. Hope so, anyway. Uh, let's keep it going. We've got six official plays here. I haven't done a full six in a while, so lots to like. Lots to like. All right, everybody. Well, if you could give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, all that good stuff, iTunes review, we would love it. We only got a few weeks left here uh, before we get to go on vacation, but we hope in the meantime, you make some money.
soccer sharps. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.